This this call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie who just joined us. Good morning. Good morning, Barbara Adelodi. God bless. Good morning, Barbara Adelodi. This is Susie out of Stockton. <laughs> hey, Stockton. Ten I'd minutes rather, away. I'd rather be in Lodi. <laughs> I love this little city. I really do. Yeah. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Uh, who was that? Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Good morning, Susie. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning. You. How are you? I'm doing real well. How about yourself? I'm doing a lot better, thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good, good morning, morning it's Diane. Happy good Thursday, morning. Susie. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you too, Diane. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, family. It's Nikisha. Good morning, Nikisha. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call?
See anyone else join the call this morning? Good morning, Susie and everyone. This is Roy Princess. Good morning, Roy Princess. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. It's Tanisha. Good morning, Tanisha. Good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Same to you. Okay, is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before I get started? Okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. But before we do move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Thank you. And hello again, my name is Susie and I am your hostess. And thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us for the whole month of August as the new monthly theme is The Called. You don't want to miss the messages, the lessons, and the heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. There are two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Cesaro. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Second, If you have been blessed by the call and would like to sew into it, please visit the www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests on the app, nor any spoken prayer requests. So the order of the call today is, the declaration will be by Angela. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Diane. Then we will go right into the closing comments by the declarer, Angela. Excuse me. And I'll repeat that. 
The declaration will be done by Angela. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Diane. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Angela. The scripture today is 1 Corinthians 1, 9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. At this time, we do ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the declare Angela. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. I now turn it over to Angela. Angela, we can't hear you if you're talking. Well, let's give her a minute and see if she gets on board here. Let's just wait a couple of minutes here, please. We are checking on that for it. Yes, we are checking into this, so let's see. And we are checking on it. Susie, it's Dee Dee. I'm on standby. If you guys can't find her, I just got to prepare, so just let me know. Oh, thank you so much, Dee Dee. Mommy's checking on this for us. Yes, Moni is still checking on it. <clears throat> I appreciate you, Dee Dee. Oh. Well, while we're waiting, has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Hey, good morning, um, family. This is Mona. Hi. Good morning, Mona. Good morning. Well, we got good old Dee Dee on standby. I just got excited. Yes. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> good yep. morning. Good morning, the Smith family. <laughs> Mona is still checking. 
sure appreciate your pa- your patience, everyone. Okay, um, Susie, I was told to go ahead. No need to wait. So okay, great. Yeah, I just told uh, Moni that she would step in. So thank you so much, Dee. Okay, just one second here, guys. I just came from boot camp, so I'm a little oh. winded. But to God be the glory. So thank you, Susie. Um, good morning, Victory family. I'm actually scheduled for next Thursday, so hopefully, uh, Sister Angela, whoever, <laughs> will jump in if, if, um, if need be. So praise God. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, how ironic that it is today, right? It's the eighth day of August, so that's eight, eight. And, um, this time last year, I was in a whole different tailspin because my best friend, my sister, my heart, Sarah took her last breath at 4.30 um, last year. So I, I, and I was telling my husband, um, I hadn't really dreamed about her or anything. I talk about her and I think about her a lot, but you know who came in my dreams last night? And it was so vivid that I woke up this morning kind of funky. And so I just am just grateful um, for this opportunity. And again, thank you, um, Susie, for greeting and hosting and just you all for, for joining on this Thankful Thursday morning, y'all. We have so much to be grateful for. Um, can you let me know if you hear me clearly, Susie? We sure can. Okay, so I'm going to just go ahead and jump right in. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. I've just been getting into scripture like never before with everything that's going on. Um, so I want to just say good morning, declare victory. It's me, Dee Dee Felder. And I am just going to share with you what thus said the Lord. Um, this month we are speaking on the calls, and I'm just so blessed, so blessed, so blessed. I know yesterday Dion Share still has my lashes in stuck position. Um, Isaiah 43 and 1, where God says, I have called you by name. And then some versions say, read, I have summoned you by name. When I was reading it, that and the word summoned, I said, let me figure out, let me get back more and find out um, what, what it means to be summoned or what it meant to be called by name. Because I know he knows my name. He summoned me. That part right there, I had to stop and just give God praise. Um, being called or summoned by, by name, it can mean that you have been chosen or called to serve in a special way. God will call his special ones, too. And I know we all on Declare Victory, <laughs> we some special ones. Hallelujah. When God invites you to join him in his in his work, it can be so fulfilling. It can be energizing. It can bring you to a sense of purpose. Can y'all relate? Don't say nothing. Be, be muted. I hope you're muted. But just as I talk, and I'm going to slow down again, I just left cardio, so I'm a little um, amped. <laughs> But I do hope as you're listening in this morning that you are listening attentively and that you might be jotting a note or two down and that you're not just on the call to be on the call, but you are really um, participating in this because this is a format like no other. I, I'm saying five years in and we have been life changing. I know it's changed my life. And you never know. You might just hear something for you this morning. Amen. All right. So, again, I found out that I'd be declaring on this topic, and it was supposed to be next week, but 
I started preparing, and if if it's a little unfinished, it's okay. God knows, and y'all 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 love me, so it's good. But again, just to find out, called by name or summoned by name. I ain't talking about a summons, like a court summons. I'm talking about when God summons. Um, for the Hebrew people, though, I looked to see what it meant at the time that it was written. I found the quote says, for the Hebrews, the name was closely associated with the person and his presence. Thus, to call on someone's name was to seek his presence. So experiencing God day by day, can you imagine that, how we just experience God? It's, that's what it is. That's it. The God of the universe is seeking my presence. And it's not a new truth, yet it hit me in a different way. And again, I know it's because there's so much that's been going on and this topic was just so appropriate. But but what I excuse me, what I found is that the message wasn't about what I can do for God. It wasn't even about what God does through me. It's something that God is doing for me. It's about him and not my activity. It's completely about God pursuing me in my presence. He's calling me to the honor of enjoying his presence while he enjoys being with me. He longs to just spend time with me. Put you in that place of me. Because I'm talking about me, but you should be talking about you. Because he loves you. And he just wants to be intimate with you. He wants to spend intimate time with you. God wants you to dwell in his presence every day. Not just on the prayer call, but throughout the day. Spend time with him. Um, so that you'll know what it is to be summoned and be delighted in that. This is the 15th, excuse me, you guys, this is the eighth day. I got the 15th on my head because that's when I will be talking. But this is the eighth day of August. And as I shared this time last year, I was in a total different space. But again, God is so good and his grace and his mercy. And he did give beauty for ashes because that's what he does. But there are some teachings that's already gone forth, um, amazing teaching. And so as we go through day to day sometimes i don't know about you all but at church sometimes um when pastor gets up to speak and it may be something that he's already talked about because it's so many sermons that he may revamp or remix but it's so good to get it right you can't really get enough of scripture um even if it's the same it, it's not it's never enough to hear the word of god again and i did learn that from my pastor that no matter how many times you repeat god's word it's something new that you might have missed so, so again, lean in and pay attention. What did Jesus mean for many are called, but few are chosen? Um, here, by chosen and called, the word call runs through the parable. In the Greek text, the servants are said to call those who have been called to the feast. That's over in Matthew 22 and 3. The Jewish invitees are the called ones, Matthew 22, 4 and 8. The servants are then commanded to call the Gentiles. The word translated called belongs to the same word family as the translated called. This helps us understand the nature of the call in that parable. It is the summons or invitation of God through his servants, prophets in the Old Testament and ministers in the New. This call bids hearers to repent and believe the good news the servants proclaim. It is possible to refuse as many Jews did. Jesus teaches that those who refuse the call are to blame for refusing it. You can only blame yourself if you refuse the call. But it's also possible to respond to the call in a non-saving way. In John 15:16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide 
so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Jesus clearly chose the disciples, and they did not choose him. He even says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Many are called, but few are chosen. This particular phrase was used by Jesus after he spoke a parable in which someone was invited to a wedding but did not have a wedding garment. Again, get in Matthew 22 when you have time and just read it. The lesson of the parable is that when someone is called by God, that person has a responsibility to respond to the calling and to make spiritual changes in his or her life. An example of this obligation is over in Job. And Job said, I put on righteousness and it clothed me. My justice was like a robe and a turban. Here the putting on of righteousness was compared to putting on clothing. This symbolism is also found over in Revelation 19 and 8. And it says, And to her, the church, it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. The man in the parable who was invited to the wedding, he had a duty to come dressed for the occasion, which symbolically meant that he was to put on righteousness, but he didn't do that. So Jesus made this famous statement that many are called, but few are chosen. Therefore, the called out ones must be spiritually prepared and be clothed with righteousness. There is no doubt that God does the choosing, no doubt, and we don't really choose him, but we, but are we also called by God? Think about that. It is important to understand that one's calling is an act of God. Only God calls or invites someone. That is quite evident in John 6 and 44. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. There are a number of scriptures that speak of a Christian's calling. When the Apostle Paul wrote his epistle to the Romans, he referred to his audience as the called of Jesus Christ and the beloved of God called to be saints. It's Romans 1, 6, and 7. Later, when writing to the Corinthian brethren, Paul wrote, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. 1 Corinthians 1, 9. Not only is a Christian to be called into the fellowship of his son, which indicates a relationship with him, but there is a calling out of darkness into his marvelous, marvelous light, First Peter 2 and 9. This is a true blessing to be called out of the confusion of erroneous teachings that are so just rampant in this world today, to be called into the light of God's truth. However, being called is not enough to be a saint. We must respond to that calling. We need to answer that invitation. A positive action is required. You know how sometimes y'all get invited to something and there's an RSVP and you got to say you will attend. or They're being fancy with it now. Um, my niece is getting married in this month and we have to go online and do this and do that. And it was just a lot. But anyway, <laughs> action is required. To be chosen, a person must accept his or her calling and be grateful for it and move forward in serving God and his son as Jesus Christ. God truly calls and he chooses, but after one's calling, that's a decision that has to be made. And you must accept the calling and act accordingly. But we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and belief in the truth, to which he called you by our gospel for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions you were taught, whether by word or epistle. That's Second Thessalonians 2, 13-15. The Apostle Paul clearly states that the combined decision by God to both call and choose his people, but the, the saints were to hold fast to what they were taught, whether it came from God's word or from sermons. They had to become and remain obedient to God. And it says it further over in Ephesians 1.13. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The Holy Spirit of promise. So we have to make a decision after we hear the word of truth. We must trust God. We must trust God and believe in his son and then be sealed with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is given after repentance, belief, and baptism. We are, we all are to be obedient to God, and we cannot just accept the wonderful calling of God and continue to live a life following our own desires. We are to be the elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father and sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. The called and chosen must be faithful. They must continue to actively believe, obey, and rely on God. The called and chosen will need to faithfully endure. Huh. Like Dion said, can you hang? <laughs> Both in good and in bad times. Let me say that again. The called and chosen will need to faithfully endure. Both in good and in bad times. No matter what, can you hang? Paul very clearly stated what the responsibilities of the call were. The hope of the called and chosen and faithful is to receive eternal life at the resurrection. It is a belief and trust that is deep within each one. So Paul reminded Timothy to lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called, 1 Timothy 6 and 12. The Bible, the entire Bible is full of examples of faithfulness. The, excuse me, the Bible is full of examples of the faithfulness of its people and those who looked forward to the coming kingdom of God. The author in Hebrews 11 points out a number of the men and women of faith. You guys know Hebrews 11 is a good, another good um, chapter, uh, verse, book to read. Despite difficult trials, they relied on God and always looked to the future. They were the called and chosen. They were full of faith. You have to be full of faith. You have to activate your faith. You have to walk by faith and not by sight. The Apostle Peter specifically reminded the brethren to be diligent in their calling. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an interest will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of, of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. Second Peter 1, 10 and 11. So as Peter implied, one's calling must not be neglected. Since the called and chosen have exceedingly great and precious promises, it is for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. Peter continued, for if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a wonderful blessing. It is the will of God to open our minds to his truth. He wants us to remain faithful to him after our calling so that we can be his chosen. We can be his elect. Sure, this life in this world is not easy, but there is hope when it looks hopeless. And lately, oh, my God, with so much going on, 
it looks like there's no hope in certain situations, but there is. Let's be about the business of being the called and chosen and faithful. We know Romans 8 and 28 and 30, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. How about you? How do you know if you've been called by God? The first thing for me I had to realize, recognize was that we're all called by God. Paul writes, encouraging everyone, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received, Ephesians 4 and 1. We are all called by God. I could run, but I couldn't hide from the call. Beyond that, an example of God calling people over in Scripture, that conversation between Paul and Jesus and in Acts, was especially helpful. When Paul shares a story with King Agrippa, and I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but it's King Agrippa. He says, Jesus told me this. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen of me and what I will show you. It's Acts 26:16. It's a simple sentence, but it has a lot to teach us about the calling of God, specifically um, when we know aspects that apply to us. Our testimony or witness of his power in our life should be continually updated as he continues to regenerate us and show new aspects of his character. He has promised to show more of himself as we walk with him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The point is that we must continually choose to walk in the right way and to grow in Christ. And as we do so, we have a fresh witness. We share with others. Let me say that again. We share with others. So things that we've been through, we are to share with others um, our own ongoing experiences. That's how we grow is when we share what we've gone through with others. It's not for us to keep to ourselves, but it is to share with others. People need to hear what we've gone through and, and are um, open and transparent witnessing. They they know what our day to, they know what day old bread looks like, right? I don't want no crusty stuff. That's why sometimes um just not saying anything. That's more, to me, harmful if you have something to share that may prevent another brother or sister from maybe stumbling or having to go the same way. Just share. As you live your life, are you experiencing more of Jesus? That's something to think about. As you live your life day to day, are you experiencing more of Jesus? Or are you just going through the flow? So we are called. What Jesus gave Paul, he gives to us all. None of us are second-class believers. I'm not a second-class believer at all. He calls us to share what he gives us, what's given in this needy world, because there's so much going on in today's times. We know that we have to be good witnesses, and we have to um, just let our light shine and really walk. So many of my beautiful sisters, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to say that I have sisters that walk it out, that, that live their lives out loud, and they're not ashamed of what they've gone through, and they'll share what, they, what they've what they been through and in the midst of it, right? Um, sometimes you don't even know what's going on because they are just walking by faith and not by sight. And so we are all called. I just want to say, say that and have to remember that because you have a call. What are you waiting on? Why not step into the call? Why not step into the call? Just like you're getting called to dinner as a child, you know? 
we didn't choose our parents. <laughs> we didn't any more than we choose God. God chooses us. And again, those he chooses, he calls. So it goes together. You have to really understand God the Father is calling you to Christ. And in John 6 and 44, if you don't remember anything else, remember that so that you might believe that. Step into your calling as I pass the call to the prayer warrior. Father God, we thank you for another day of your brand new mercies, oh God, that are new to us every morning. And for that, God, we're so grateful. God, we thank you that you are God and God all by yourself. God, we thank you for being Elohim, Shema, the God who hears our prayers. God, we thank you this morning for your loving kindness, your unfailing love. God, you are so great and greatly to be praised. I just honor you today, Lord God. God, we exist before time began, Lord God. God, you called us, Lord God, before we were even formed in our mother's womb. God, you are a Yaman, the ancient of days, God, who exists before time. You created time for us, oh God. So I thank you this morning for the call that you have placed on each of our lives. God, you are the creator and ruler, judge of the universe, of the living and the dead. So God, I thank you this morning for being El Salah, the God of my rock, my salvation. God, I thank you this morning for being El Roy, the God who sees everything that I do and everything that each of us do on this call. You said, God, that there is nothing about us hidden from your sight, that everything about us is laid open there naked before you, God. I thank you this morning for being judge of the universe the heaven and the earth and all that dwells in it. God, I thank you that you are the almighty creator of the universe. God, you said that if we come to you and we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us. So God, I confess my sins to you this morning, Lord God, whether it be that the sinful thoughts, oh God, that we think of things that we should not think of. God, I thank you that you are a forgiving God. God, I thank you that you are a loving God. Your loving kindness is better than life. So God, I give you praise this morning. There is none like you, God. You are the incomparable God. God, you are the transcendent God, and I bless your name this morning. There is none like you, O oh God. God, I thank you for your righteousness. I thank you, Lord God, for your greatness, and you are a great listener. God, you say you hear us every time we pray. God, I thank you that you hear our prayers, that we matter to you. We are con 
You are concerned for us. God, I praise you this morning. And I thank you, Lord God, for the calling that you have placed on each of our lives. You have given each of us assignments to do, Lord God. So let's hear what the Lord has says. Lord, let us apply those things to our life. You said the most out of scripture you want us to get is life application and to apply the word, not just to take the word and hear it and put it up on a shelf in our heart, but to share it, Lord God, and to live it. So God, I praise you this morning for being the great God that you are in our lives, Lord God, the God who sees all, the God who knows all. You are omniscient, Lord God. You're all-knowing. You're omnipotent. You're all-powerful, and you're omnipresent. God, you're everywhere. There's no place we can go that your presence is not there. So, God, we bless your name this morning. We thank you for the call, and if we all take our phones off of mute and praise God like never before, because there will come a time when he will not answer. God, we thank you this morning for your awesome hand in our life. We thank you for your love, your unconditional love, your unfailing love. Thank you for your word.
Thank you. You are there, Lord God, and you hear us. You call you. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God. Lord God, I thank you. I give a praise, Lord God. I give a praise, Lord God. I bless you, Lord God. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. God, we thank you for your mercy, God. a new day. So, God, we bless you. We give you praise, Lord God. God, I thank you for the praise. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your goodness that you give to us all day, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God. 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 We thank you, Lord God.
just another day, another chance at this thing called life. I would just give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Great is your mercy towards us, God, your loving kindness towards us, your tender mercies we see day after day after day. So, God, I just thank you. I give you the glory for another chance to do better 
today than I did on yesterday. So for that, I say thank you, and to God be the glory. Good morning again, Victors. I hope you are still on the call and that um, you were able to get something out of the share um, before we talk about um, the call. Is there anyone that joined after and want to say hello? Now is your chance. Good morning. Good morning. It's Carla. Hey, Carla. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, it's Natasha. Good morning, Natasha. Good morning, Victory Family. It's Pam. Love y'all. Hey, Pam Ball. Hey, sweetie girl. Hey, baby. Good morning, family. It's Sister Veronica. Have a hey, great day. Sister Veronica, girl. Good to hear you, Sam. Good morning, DD. It's Juliet. Hey, Choo Choo. What it do? <laughs> Good morning, Sissy and family. This is Bubbly. What's up, Bubblicious? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning, Amen. God bless you all this morning. Hey, Brother Jeff. Good to hear you, Sarge. How you doing? I'm wonderful. Sounds always good to hear your voice, sir. Um... Yeah, sit pretty Patrice, if, if she's listening or if not, make, tell her to check her messages. I sent her a message yesterday. So I need, okay. to, I need her to, to see it and answer. So if you, if you would do that, sir, thank you. Did anyone else join? Good morning, Good morning. Bernice. Good morning, beautiful Bernice. Good morning, Dee Dee. It's Barbara. Hey, Barbara Cockrell, we supposed to get together last year? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get together. I get I know we will. The time goes so fast, though, I didn't even realize it. Whew, yeah, time. Mm. Definitely. It, it does go. Anybody else call in and want to say good morning? Well, thank you for calling in on this thankful Thursday, the eighth day of August. Um, and, again, this month we are on the call. And so, again, just thanking God for um, this form and thanking God for our beautiful radical midwife, Dion, and um, Sister Chan with her just beautiful self and Moni and just everybody that pours in to declare victory behind the scenes and intercessors and financial supporters and just just everybody who um, gives their time and so, so much to it. But with that, if there's anyone that got anything um, out of the share this morning, again, I, I wasn't um, scheduled to talk until next Thursday, but God knows exactly um, what he's doing. I, I truly believe that. The song, if you were able to hear it, is by our own Bay Area, Dale Anthony, and it's called um, The Light in You. Light in You. So if you haven't downloaded it, please. It, that song is, is in my daily rotation. I just love what he's saying in it. And so, um, plus, he's a Bay Area brother, so I like to support our Bay Area musicians. Um, so, yeah, the, the call is now open. If there's anything that you. Um, want to share, if you know what you're called to do, or if you're not sure, if you don't, um, just it's important to understand what it, what God says about you, who you are, and um, if he summoned you. That, that part got to me. So, again, um, know what the hope of, 
of the called is and to really understand because Romans 8 and 28, that says it all <laughs> to me. That that whole passage right there just blessed my soul. Um, again, thinking about being called as a child. Um, but there's Romans 10, I think it's 10, and 9, 10 9, 13, and Acts 16, 30. Um, you can read those read those scriptures uh, about being chosen and um, know that what John 6 and 44 really says is true. So I'll go ahead and let someone share if they have something that they want to add or say this morning. Good morning, Sister Diddy. Uh, yeah, let me jump in and out the way real quick. Uh, I, I really enjoyed your declaration this morning. It um it caused me to reflect back uh, when God first called me, and and um, and the, the way that I I know that it was God calling me. Uh, was because of the way it happened. It was so very powerful. I was about 17 years of age, and, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of darkness going on inside of me. And uh, I, I, I fell to my knees out of nowhere, and I, I began to cry out to God and, and to pray. And, and I hadn't done that since Mama, you know, Stop making me to go to church on Easter, and uh, he told me to get up and go to church. I like, man, I ain't been to church in four or five years, you know. And uh, I don't know where no church is. He said, yeah, it's one right there down the street, across the street from the school. And I and I went down there to that church that night, and and the, the preacher he did an altar call. He did an altar call. And uh, I, I I went up to the altar and I I accepted the invitation. I accepted the call and my life changed. It was a very powerful experience for me. And 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 that was you know I was you know like 1977, 76, somewhere up in there. And uh, you know that's the first time the Lord had put His hands on me and He called me from out of darkness uh, into the light. And uh, I, I I did backslide, and that's another experience, you know, for me to get back to to um, what you talked about as far as uh, once you get the invitation and you, you get to the wedding party and, you know, the garment you're wearing, you, you, you have to, uh, you know, you have to change into that garment of righteousness. And, you know, I backslid and I got filthy again. And he he had to rescue me again. And uh, now I'm back. And I am so grateful that uh, I have a better understanding that, um, you know, to be translated into, uh, you know, Christ. He, He snatched me out of the... That that darkness, he he called me. He called me from out of darkness into the light, and now that I'm I'm in the light, I must uh, maintain and, and continue to grow um, spiritually. So I, I got a lot out your declaration. Thank you. Thank you, brother Jeff. Yeah, I know being called out of darkness into the light. 
Oof. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being summons and for actually um, answering the invitation. RSVP. <laughs> Amen. Thank you all. I'm praying for you, too. Hey, Didi, this is Ravonda. Hey, Vaughn. Hey. Um, uh, enjoyed your share this morning, and I thank you for just the simplicity of it um, because I think that, um, you know, most people would look at it as something um, that only pertains to um, those who are elite and, um, you know, because there's a, there's a call within the call, but the, the invitation went out. And I'm reminded of when you read the scripture about, um, I believe you read the one when they, the, the one person showed up and didn't have the right garment mm-hmm. on. And um, that is, <clears throat> that is basically, um, you know, we see, a, we see, we sense a lot of it. Uh, and we, we don't really know that, but that's up to, you know, that that's God's business um, to to let folks know that they dress right. It shows up in people um, oftentimes uh, when we're in the, you know, when we're at our gatherings in church, you know, or when we're around people. And, and hopefully that we'll be sensitive enough that when, when we begin to talk about this great gospel that, is able, faith in it is able to transform and save our lives from death, hell, and the grave. And we keep that in our forefront whenever we talk to people. It, it, we're basically, you know, um, you know, we're letting them know that, you know, about the right garment because, you know, some people do um, have it twisted, you know, as if baptism saves you. No, um, faith in Christ Jesus does and what he did. That's what saves. That's what saves us, and um, it's it's sad, you know. But thank God for the word; it, it lets us know that this will happen, and that's why it's important, you know, that when we are amongst the brethren, you know, that we do realize that, you know, as much as we want to evangelize the world, we still have to evangelize the church. Wow. Wow, we have many that walk amongst us who claim that they, you know, is, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of friends, you know, I have people who are acquaintances, and they say that they're my friends, but they, they really don't know nothing about me. They basically know me, you know, maybe from the shop, you know, or from just going to church, you know, or <clears throat> different circles, but. I wouldn't consider them my friend because there's no intimacy. They don't know anything about me. You know, um, they're, I mean, they haven't engaged in any, in, in any deep conversation. You know, they don't know my kids. You know, they don't know nothing about me. You know, but they'll say that I'm, they're my friend. But, and, um, so it's a big deal, you know, when the Lord calls us friend. You know, that's a big deal. That that really denotes um uh, what I would call relationship. That 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 there's intimacy and there's relationship, you know. But it's not it's not enough to be just acquainted, you know, with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not enough to just be acquainted with the Scripture. But it's important that we have a relationship, you know. And because we have the relationship, that's the transforming power. And we give up the garment that we worn when we're in the world, and we trade garments, and so we show up 
dressed right. And it has nothing to do with outward appearances. It has everything to do with our heart. Not the outer. That's not the outer. Right. <laughs> Oof, Jesus, that's good. Mm, thank you, sis. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you for just being you and being there this morning. Cause man, whew. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank yeah, you. I was my my place was to pray. You know, it was to pray, you know, because sometimes we don't know, we don't always know what to say, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't think that we always have to because then we end up being selfish. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with wisdom, that's why, that's always my place is to pray, you know, unless God leads me otherwise. But, you know, it, it was it's real big of you, and I don't think that uh, everyone on a, on a line knows, you know, the relationship that you had with Sarah. That was a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this morning it was like you pushed. And and wouldn't you know that you would have to get up and do, you would have to come home and do a declaration. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, now I'm, honestly taking it all in because, like I was um, saying, I didn't even know, like when I showed up to boot camp I was in such a funk, but it really wasn't funk. It was grief. And sometimes we don't know how to, me. So then I was telling Tiffany, I started to stay home, but the Holy Spirit pressed pushed me because that's what the enemy wanted the enemy wanted me to shut down not come you know to class and then not even get on the call because I really wasn't that's what I was going to do this morning I was going to just be sad because I really wanted to because I'll I'll just share really quick with you all on the line my best friend passed away it was a a year ago to date 4 30 this a.m. is when she passed um, last year and um, we were really close and so I talk I think about her a lot and but I hadn't dreamt of her. And so last night, when you know, I had the most clearest dream ever. I just sent Sarah a message, Sarah Elliott a message because I didn't understand it. Because in the dream, and those of you who knew Sarah knew what kind of braider she was and knew how she loved on me, and she was the only one who braided my hair for all those years until you know she got really sick. But in the dream, we were walking down the street. She had on some jeans. She was because Sarah liked to look nice. And it was just me, we were walking and talking, and her and I, but there were other people walking with us. It was like we were walking in, in a market or I don't know. But all she was telling me was that she was good, she was she was proud of me, and that we were talking, and she was telling me something. She said, don't worry about it, I paid for it already. And I was like, what? And I'm, I'm trying to figure out what she's telling me, but she said, I paid her already for your hair. And then I woke up, and then when I woke up, I woke up, and I was confused because it seemed like she was okay. So I didn't understand that. And so when I got up, it kind of took me a minute. I got myself together and I made it to class. But I, I don't, I get it that it's, you know, I don't know, because I don't, I'm not a dream interpreter or whatever. But that was so ironic that I ended up going to class, and then, and even Ravonda can tell you that I usually stay past the two classes and stay for a third one. But I wasn't led to stay, and I came home, and then I ended up doing the share. So I guess that's just God. God knows what I needed. <laughs> And I'm not going to cry all day because I have to go to um, work with the kiddies. And I know I have to celebrate our life. Everybody does deal with grief differently. So I don't know why um, I'm just a little heavier this morning. So thank you, Rabanda.
That was your best friend. Hey, Dee Dee. Hey, Juf. Hey, sis. You know, the one thing that stuck out about your decoration, and that's what you said in the beginning, when you're talking about your breaking down the call, and you said that God seeks our presence. You know, I don't, I've heard that many times. It was, for some reason, I think it was the tone of your voice. And it, it just, it just registered, it rung out like, yeah, God seeks my presence. You know, because the scriptures say, seek the Lord while he yet may be found, you know, call upon his name. You know, there's a lot of scriptures I've run across that say, seek the Lord. But, you know, um, you know, just you flipped it. It's like, you know, he's seeking me. And it makes me think about, you know, that garden, like going back to the Garden of Eden when he walked in the cool of the day. And and then, you know, Adam and Eve, they hid themselves because they had just fallen, you know, into the stand. And he said to Adam, like, where are you? And, you know, this made me think, that they had a regular appointment, them two. They, you know, he had a regular appointment with them. It was, you know, they. this was the time that he came to meet with them, to seek their presence. And God is still doing the same thing today. You know, that's what I got from your decoration. He's still doing the same thing today. He's seeking our presence. He wants to be intimate. He wants to be close. And it just it just did something to me today. So I just want to thank you for your, your decoration. I'm praying for you, sis. Thank you, sister. I appreciate you and um, your husband too. I just gotta laugh whenever I so for some reason every time I think about Brother E, I chuckle. But I love that too. I love it. Thank you, sister. Praise God. <clears throat> Good morning, sister. Hey, Di. I just wanted to say that I love your share this morning. And the theme for this month, I, I, I shared with Dion the other night that, you know, we just finished up a year of the Beatitudes, which is the call that Jesus called us all to. and. It was such an awesome lesson because I I focus on it and I it's it's really the first Bible study, the second Bible study that I went all the way through diligently and got something out of the lesson that you know the whole lesson was just um it was so awesome to just sit in God's presence every day and read and do the work and, and, and understand it and listen to God, listen to him teach me what he had taught the disciples. And we're all called to that same call. And if you, if any of you ever want to know just exactly what, God have us on this earth for. Read the Beatitudes and pray before you read them. Ask God for understanding to teach you, and he will. And 
you, you know, because a lot of times we, we go through life, we think we know something when we know nothing at all until we have really been taught by God himself. And your share this morning, you touched on uh, quite a few of the lessons that we went back and forth to during the lesson of the Beatitudes. And when God calls us to something, he calls us to, to an assignment in the kingdom. And a lot of times, we don't want to do it. It's a clear, clear presence of God. It's a, a clear thing that God has truly called you when you don't want to do something. And when you don't do it, it's straight out rebellion. And so I thank you for that message this morning. And I, and it just brought back some things to me from the lesson. And I thank God for calling you into the kingdom, calling me into the kingdom and all of those on this call because I can hear in a lot of a lot of uh you guys' voice that you are learning and that God has called you to some things too. You just have to step out on faith and trust God in the midst of it. Thank you, sis, for that message. And I just pray and that your day be strengthened even even in in your feelings for Sarah. I understand your feelings because if you remember when I lost my best friend that I grew up with, it's a hard thing to get over when you're constantly having thoughts and and seeing them the things you've done together. So just be encouraged today and let God minister to you. Thank you, big sister. I love you so much. Thank you for that, for blessing me with that. Thank you so much. I needed that. Mm, Thank you. Good morning, Dee Hey, Sister Jerry. Y'all know something about God's grace. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love you. I just want to thank you. um, I'm uh, resting. I had surgery. So I just wanted you all to continue to do what you're doing. Thank you for showing up all the time. And you look amazing, woman of God. Thank you for uh, your obedience to the call. Uh, When we understand the call, that's what happens, you know. I, I love it when uh, we're put in a position where God can, um, you know, just bring that word to those that needed it. And, you know, I really don't, it's really sad, but I don't really have a, a friend friend like that. Um, I can really call, I, I was just hearing uh, Sister Ravonda, uh, how she was talking about, you know, that we need to um, have an acquaintance. Now, it's more than just an acquaintance with God. I don't know you like that. Uh, like she was saying how um, a person said they're your friend, but 
they never really had no deep conversation with you or really came and came to your aid. I had a, a young lady call me on yesterday, and they only call when they want prayer. But um, I said, she said, she never even said, how are you doing? How Nothing, not, not anything. It was just all about them. And so I just thank you for um, just being available to God, for him to use you. And I, too, uh, saw you go through your grief um, with Sarah. I didn't know Sarah, but the pain that I saw you, you know, having to deal with, when I saw you going around the church that Sunday, and I, it was just, it was, it was, I, I can't even explain to you to tell you how it just to, I didn't know what was going on. All I knew is that whatever happened, it was very tragic. And so I believe that when we don't really try to get to know God the way you knew, you know our friends and we get to know our friends, then we miss the whole point of that relationship because without any fellowship with God, there is no relationship. Same with a friend. If you never spend time with them, how do you? How can you call them friend? And thank you for sharing that. I do know that I never have, you know, really gotten a chance to come to your home. I'm not a, a, a visitor like that to in people's homes. I have a lot of people that know me, but they really don't know me. I have people that say they're my friend, but they really don't know me. And the situation that we go through, um, when you go to help someone and you tell a person about themselves or what you see, it's not that you're being mean or anything. You just you just sharing what you see, and they take it the wrong way. It's uh, something, and I, I believe that as Christians and the things that we're dealing with in life right now, I just ask that you all continue to do what you do. This is an amazing call each morning to wake up to. I love how um, you allowed God to, to breathe on you this morning, Didi, and you're still doing the work even from the whole year that I've seen you grieve, Sarah. You're still pressing towards the mark, exactly what she would have wanted you to do. And thank you for being available for this call for us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you, sister. And let me just tell you, when you spoke, because you have been there for me. You know, I've been at Revival Center since 96, and young mother, you know, going through hell in the marriage, you know, dragging those babies to church and, you know, getting, meeting you, at church, but also meeting you through um, TJ, because, you know, at that time, Stephanie Demer, you know the story, how we met, but you never, ever, ever, ever was nothing but nice to me, and you would encourage me, and you would, you just always had a hug and a warm and something sweet to say, so that's what I always think about you, because going through hell, and you know, going to church sometimes is not always the most friendliest place, <laughs> but it was always, a, you know, a few that would make me feel like, okay, you know, you come on, because I could tell, you could tell whatever I was going through, but you've never been nothing but sweet and kind, and and watching you, you know, as a little more mature <laughs> sister, 
I just appreciate you, and I am your friend. So know that, and you are always, you ain't been here yet, but you're welcome. Everybody that's been up here know you might have to deal with one of them kids, but <laughs> you are always welcome. Uh, I love well, you. you know, thank you. And I thank you. That's that's a good, that's, that's good to know, um, you know, because I am looking for some different outlets, you know. Um, we've worked, again, in ministry, and, again, I'm, uh, you know, working with my nephew. And, you know, I just see God's hand. Uh, um, I got a chance to see uh, uh, Pastor Ricky, little Ricky, yesterday. And it was just, I just felt like, you know, when I saw him, I wanted to pick him up and put him in my arms because I, you know, I remembered him as a child. <laughs> it was, it was so funny. Right, and now he, he got all them kids. <laughs> oh my God! And, and, and he's a pastor, and, and you know, and I, and I just told him yesterday. I said, I said, I said, just remember, honey. I said, I'm not just away. I'm, I'm, I'm out working out in the field. I said, and I've, I've not left uh, revivals, and I'm just, I'm just busy. I'm out on the field working uh, like I do, you know, and so the, yeah, really, I just, I'm just so grateful to God. I, you know, I'm grateful for Dion. Dion did my hair for, uh, you know, some time, and I met Dion in a different, um, you know, like in her, when she was in her business, and, you know, to just uh, be a part of this call, and maybe not there all the time, because I'm I'm uh, serving in a couple of capacities, so, but I, I always, this is my um, this is my place of solace, you know. Great minds think alike. This is my place of solace. Uh, declare victory is a place that I hold very dear in my heart. It's a lot of great teaching. I've learned so much um, just being a part, just how to um, maintain under fire. <laughs> so I thank you all for being a part of that, for strengthening me each day. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Anybody else have anything that I want to say? Like I do on Friday Night Live, we never want anyone to leave feeling worse than they um, did when they called in, because that's not what we do here on Declare Victory. We are a a lifeline, so we don't want anybody to think they're in this fight alone, because we're not. We just have to know to fight the good fight of faith, and we have to also, like Dion says, know we have to hang in the midst of every situation. Um, There's a word. There's a scripture. There's something that you have to do. It's an action to it. So we just can't, you know, sit and waiting on God and God waiting on us. We have to know that. Open up your mouth. If uh, cry with the voice of triumph, cry out. We're, you know, so if there's anything anybody has, and know that testimony testimonials are very cleansing. You have to, you know, let somebody know what you're going through. Because you never know who has a word for you. <clears throat> and maybe not. It's okay. Uh, I like family. 
Yes, ma'am. Uh, um, I just, um, I just, this is Ravonda again. I just want to ask you all to um, be in prayer with me. On Saturday, I'm going down to um, Patterson, and um, I am going to be welcoming, um, actually celebrating um, in September, um, hopefully the arrival of my third grandchild, and this will be Christopher Michael. We got a lot of babies being born up here on Declare Victory. Um, the other day, I got a chance to talk with Dion because this, um, um, my second grandson, is um, the, the son of my oldest son, um, my um, adoptive son, Matthew, who really struggles with mental illness. And, um, um, uh, in just um, basically a different way, he chooses to kind of handle it a different way that that isn't um, definitely isn't healthy. And um, you know, I was just letting her know. I said, you know, sometimes I said I just want to be a regular grandmother. You know, <laughs> where you know they drop the kids off, they come pick them up. You know, they're near and it's you know there's no drama, there's nothing. You know, I have those moments when it's like God, I just want things to be just regular. I don't know what normal really is, but, you know, just some regular old stuff. But it it, it seems to be always, you know, situations that are kind of been, uh, you know, extenuating. But, you know, um, and we basically kind of laughed about it because it's just like, you know, God, um, he only, he basically allows what we can handle. And I remember, what Lavelle was talking, I remember him teaching one day and how he said, you know, we always say the Lord won't put on you no more than what you can bear. And um, basically, yes, he does. He puts more on you because just as soon as you get used to the weight that you're lifting now, if anybody knows anything about lifting weight, you have to put more weight on it to uh, to grow the muscle. And so um, I really realized that, God has given me, um, He's. this is how capacity, this is how our, our our capacity for things are enlarged. And so this was a moment, I had a little tearful moment about it, you know, um, because I really want to have uh, better relationships with, um, you know, concerning my grandkids. And the Lord really just kind of showed me, no, basically you want your kids' life to change. And so that's the place of prayer, and that's how we fight. You know, um, and that's where I'm to fight because the, the the load when I begin to buckle under is when I have to give it to the Lord. And so I give them to the Lord and just believe him that our relationships will be better. And this mother, um, really nice young lady, her parents are Christians, and, um, you know, it's, it's something because this will be the first time that I meet her mom and everything. And she really wasn't expecting me to come. Um, but, you know, like I said, a part of my healing is when people ask me to go places, you know, if it's within me, I make sure that I do it, that I show up, because a part of uh, when I was going through and ill was me isolating and really not going around people, and so I do that a whole lot more now, and so I'm really looking forward to it. So you all be in prayer, because I, I probably won't mention it again on Friday. I'll be a little busy because I can't work, I won't be really working on Saturday. 
So I'll be a little busy just listening to the line. So y'all keep your sister up in prayer. And God is, you know, doing some wonderful things. It doesn't always feel right. Isn't that something? It's like medicine. It don't taste good, but it's good for you. So I'm just believing God that, you know, all of this will be all right. And call Christopher Michael's name out. I'm looking forward to seeing him when he comes in September. I'm excited. Amen. You're going this Saturday, sis? Yep. Amen. Good for you. I'm proud for you. <laughs> Being a big girl, put some extra glue on them lashes. Extra glue. Extra glue. I am. You know, you they even done came off. <laughs> you know, I'm a crybaby. We'll cry in a minute. Right, honey. right, in a heartbeat. So yeah, that's good. I'm excited. Christopher Michael is the name. Did you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Christopher Michael. Got it. Lifting him up. Lifting him up. Anybody else have anything? Good morning, it's Tamisha. Hey, Alicia. Tamisha. Tanisha, I'm sorry. Good morning, <laughs> Tanisha. Okay. Hi, baby. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Um, it's been so amazing. Um, I've been like going to Bible study and everything, and and everything. It's so interesting because my pastor was like, you know, when like God is in alignment is when you you hear something over and over again. And for the last week or so, from like last Sunday to Bible study to this Sunday, everything from this call and in church has been like the same scriptures and everything is weird. So I just been <clears throat> taking a lot in and I was, and when um, somebody on the call said, it's a, you know, it's amazing to have Jesus as a friend, like, that came up in one of our Bible studies, and I was, um, I felt really good to know that, like, oh, okay, that's the kind of relationship um, that I'm supposed to have or think of it, think of my relationship with Jesus as a friendship um, and, like, a friend you could always count on, and so that felt good. And then it's been this theme around, like, calling. And um, I've been really challenged lately. I um, live in Antioch now, but I grew up in Richmond all my life. I've been, for the last almost nine years, doing a lot of organizing around gun violence and everything. And the community is a community that I want to, like, live in now after doing all that work. But now I, I had to buy a home in Antioch because now that the community is better, I can't afford to live there. But the house was a blessing. Like the people reduced the price at, from like a hundred at like a hundred and thirty thousand. They like drastically. So I knew it was God. But then something dawned on me is like now there's gun violence in Antioch and there's all of this other stuff and it's it's almost like Richmond was nine years ago. And I was like, Why, Lord? Like <laughs> I wanted to just, I could just stay in Richmond. Why you can have blessed me with a house in Richmond? Because it's such, it's such a better place to live today. And something said, you know, I was like, oh, so do God bless you with responsibility? Like, it can't be no strings attached. And so I'm like, well, I guess if I'm called to serve, because I don't want to call myself. That's something that I struggle with. Is God calling me to do this? Or am I calling myself to do this? Um, but now I'm like in this community and I'm like, should I 
be fighting these same things that I had to fight in Richmond and just praying to God and seeing if that's, you know, if that's what I'm supposed to do. Cause I don't want to call myself, you know? Um, and when, when God called me and when it's in his will, it's not hard. Um, but I know I don't want to do it. So it's probably something I should do is get more involved in Antioch now. So I'm just struggling with some of those issues among many other issues. But right now, when I think about what I'm called to do, I know I'm called to be of service. Um, but I'm struggling. I'm fighting being of service in this new community now. And so just pray for me. We got you lifted up. See, that's why you shouldn't have left Richmond. I was playing. I'm joking. I had to say that. You know I did because I know my husband had wanted to move us to Antioch. And I was like, mm-mm, nope, I'm going to stay in Richmond. My mama closer, and I get it. But you got to just pray on that, sis. Like you said, you don't want to call yourself. And um, seek God for all of it. That's what I would do. Um, just seek him and and just ask him what is it you should do, you know. Because you said that the house got reduced and all. You know, you I don't know. Anybody else have any any advice for sis this morning? What do you guys let's, let's let's tell our sister what or give her some some godly advice. Does anybody have anything that may have dealt with something similar? Hey, it's Nakisha. Good morning. Um, yeah, I was trying to um not be in a certain area because of things that was going on. But then when I got to the next area, I saw the same things were going on. So I just feel that that's the ministry that God has called me to. That's where he wants me to do if I see a problem to fix it. So if you see the problem, you know how to fix it. So that's why he puts you in that position. So just be encouraged and know that he is, that's your ministry. Thank you. You're welcome. Sister, um, I just wanted to, uh, the sister, is it, what was your name again? I'm sorry, I didn't get it. Tanisha. Tanisha. Yes. Okay, Tanisha, thank you. Tanisha, um, one thing I found about out about ministry, it's like a box of chocolate. As um, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get out of it, and it's just so much fun in uh, working in ministry. When God calls you, you know it. You don't. It's not even something that you have to even guess at it. It's you're you're just. Uh, it's something about working um, in the uh, ministry that you. You just—it's it, all in—it's it, down in you. It—you just get the certain feeling when, especially when you're able to minister and and to uh, speak to someone or even speak to into someone's life, and you don't know them, but you're speaking directly to them, and they're just there with their mouths open because they know you don't know them. But it's—it's it's good, and I think you'll be great. You sound like you're. <laughs> already there, but as uh, Dion, I mean, not Dion, but Didi um, said, you know, just take your time. You'll know when you, if you're called. You don't have to go up to the front of the church or go to the pastor to tell them. <laughs> you 
God is the greatest call. I love it. God bless you, and I, I wish you the best. I'll be praying for you as you're out working in your community and getting to know Antioch. Antioch is beautiful. Oh, my God. That's like a whole different world. <laughs> God bless. And this is uh, Geraldine. Thank you, Sister Geraldine, for that. Amen. Aisha, did that help you, sir? I mean, Tanisha. Aisha must be talking about me. Tanisha, did that help you, sir? Yeah, yeah, it did help because, you know, one of the um, other ladies was, I mean, that is what I do. I'm a community organizer, and it's out of all my own experience, and I know God called me to do that work. And I'm like, when I go home, I just want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to have to do the same work at home. You know, I'm like, but I'm challenging people to stretch themselves every day. So I need to do the same thing. And all the advice has been really good. And I'm just going to keep, um, you know, not fighting it. We'll continue to cover Antioch as well as Richmond and Berkeley and Oakland and Sacramento and Chicago and and really focus on praying for our cities because we, we need that like never before. So mm-hmm. just continue to pray and pray for you and you, your dwelling. This, what, was somebody else going to say something? Uh-huh. I was just saying this goes back to what Dion was teaching um, and when she said that we're, you know, we're, we're you know, we're, we're not, we're, we're not of we're not of this world anymore. You know, we're we're called out of it. You know, and then God brings us right back to it. You know, because I live right on the south side, and I've I've been in my living room, look out the window, and somebody's running down the street with a nine millimeter. This is at night, and I had never seen one, honey. But let me tell you, I know exactly what it looks like, and he was running trying to hold up his pants. And I know what it's like for, <laughs> I know what it's like when I hear it, you know, uh, automatic weapons, I know. And um, the one thing that I, I realize that I'm not, I'm not of, I'm not of this world. I, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't really uh, get involved with the violence per se in, in, in a way that uh, I'm fearful, I'm, I'm cautious. Uh, but I'm not afraid, you know. And the one thing about it is is that when God calls us out of, you know, where we've come from or the things that we've seen, and that's the place that we want to go. But when you realize that Satan is the prince of the air, anywhere we go, there's a different element of violence anywhere, you know, or um, or mischief or whatever. It may not look like gun violence, you know, whatever. It may not look like gang violence, but trust me, it's, some, it's an element there. Um but what's so awesome about it is is that um because we because we are change agents and how we've answered the call we've answered the call and then he calls us back he calls us into ministry you know and our um uh, evangelism um is is a is is uh is messy business you know because it isn't predicated on where you stay but wherever you stay trust me god has given you a field um that has been given to you you know and the blessing is when you don't fight it 
But what's so awesome is this one thing. When you go into your house and you close your door, that is the place of rest. You know, that is the place, you know, where the, the kingdom definitely resides because we have created that environment. When we go in to close our, our doors, that's the place of peace and rest. And we trust God to protect us even when we're sent out. That's the reason why we don't go out by ourselves when we go witnessing. We, you know, we make sure that we have other people with us. You know, we are kingdom. You know, but we're cautious, too, because guess what? Jesus, was he made sure to look out for them also, that, you know what, two is better than one, three is even stronger. So it's a blessing that, you know what, God has given you um, this ministry, you know, because you are the called, and uh, it's your calling. You know, that is, um, you, you work until it doesn't feel like work anymore. It's just the thing that you do. You enjoy doing it, you know. But um, uh, it's it's good to hear, you know what, that you're ex- you're excited about what God is doing, and um, if God allows it, and that house wasn't a burden, you know, or whatever, He said that He'll give you what He gives you. Don't add any sorrow, you know. So there was a blessing in that <laughs> that He opened it up, and He just happened to open up an evangelistic field for you. Amen. Good morning. Go ahead. Who's that? This is Michelle. I just wanted to share that um, for several years I've been tra- trying to transfer out of my position where I work. And um, um, I'm a social worker, so I advocate for families at risk. And I've also been reading a book recently called Crushing by T.D. Jakes. And it just Help me to understand that I am where I am because I'm supposed to be there. And even though sometimes I get frustrated with, you know, having to do some of the work, it's like as soon as I get rid of one crazy case, another one comes right behind it, almost with the same dynamics. And so I've always said that God prunes us you know, for our next phase of where we're going. And so he's showing us things about ourselves and also helping us to take away what's not needed and just sharpening us. And sometimes that sharpening doesn't always feel good and it doesn't always look the way we anticipate it. And so I kind of had to learn how to relax in the midst of that process and just kind of say to the Lord, I was like, okay, God, I get it. I get it, you know, and just surrender to the process and ask him to guide me so that I can be the best that I can be because I might be the only Jesus that they see. And in directing my families and trying to get them to transition into something different while I empower them to make better decisions. So I get it. And so I'm just sharing that because I'm hoping that that will be helpful to you, to anyone that's listening, because it was helpful for me. It's a struggle. It's a challenge. I'm not going to tell you it's a piece of cake every day. But I just, okay, God, I get it. That's my surrender when I, when that's when it's going on. Have a blessed day. You too, sis. That, that takes me back to Dion. Can you hang? <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Thank you for that. Amen. I love you guys. This has just been a blessed morning. Um, 
thank you all for uh, tuning in and your input and prayers and lifting and encouraging on this day, which is a rough day, but it's a blessed day because I'm here. So that's a good thing. I'm on the right side of the dirt, and I'm grateful for you all as my victors. Um, Lifting Angela up, I'm not sure what happened, but God is good all the time, and we are blessed, we are victors, and we are victorious. So hopefully you all will have a blessed Thursday, and you will um, answer your call. You will walk in love and light, and you will grow in grace, and you will bless somebody's life today. If that means letting them go ahead of you, there's no no need of road rage. If you can buy somebody a cup of coffee or tea, because everybody don't drink tea, um, if they're short and you're able to lend them a dollar, do that. Whatever it is, just be the light today in this dark world and love on somebody. And the thing that I will encourage us all to do, if there's one, if just one somebody, reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. If it's me, don't call me. i got to go to work. But I'm just saying, if you're holding on to any grudges or offense or let it go, L-I-G it, as Pastor E.K. Dawson says, Today, let today be the beginning where you reach out, even if you send them a little emoji or thinking of you or a heart. Just let somebody that you haven't communicated with, let them know you're thinking about them so that you can be free. That's it, guys. I love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. To God be the glory. I love you. Have a good day, guys. Bye-bye, guys. Love you. God bless you. Bye, Yvonne. I hear you, sister. I love you, Yvonne. Bye, baby. Hey, everybody. Everyone. Have a great day, everybody. Wishing you all a blessed day.
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Hope, 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Hope, 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory.